When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Matt Mania Podcast, hosted by Mega Ran, T-Call, Neo X, Rock Knowledge, and me, G1 to the Rescue, is brought to you by Random Beats, the Steel Cage Network, and Geekscape.net. Remember, wrestling is fun, and please keep your shoulders off the mat. And now, the show. Random Beats presents Matt Mania Podcast, the Southwest Authority on wrestling, hip-hop, and everything in between. Mm, let's get ready to rumble! Yo, yo, yo. What's good? Yo, uh, real quick, you've, uh, you've lost some weight, bro. I see it in your face. Who, me? Yes, you. Mm, well, your face looks thinner. That thing, Newman. I've been working out. I've been uh I've been going hard, man. My uh my guy Ted has been training me and yeah. uh, we've been doing two days a week, just kind of like some hardcore stuff. Um so you know, I'm trying. Oh yeah, man. Keep it up. Thank you. Feels Keep it good. up, man. Yeah. Mm. So yo. Hey yo. It is yeah. It is time. It's time, baby. It's time. It's time. It's podcast time. That's what it is. Pod into yeah. night, boy. We are on episode what? 192? One. 191. 191 times. We have See, si, en todo uno. The <laughs> hottest, the hardest, the hottest of takes, the hardest of wrestling commentary from the yes. world. Uh, and beyond it is the mad mania podcast and we are back up in this piece like we never left sir and it is time well yeah because we can't go anywhere nah nobody can go anywhere that's <laughs> the guy that just got back from mexico safely ah, you safely somewhere. though safely but you were safe that's what you're not ted cruz oh my god we got to talk about ted cruz getting outed from the group chat <laughs> like <laughs> how, how hated do you have to be for your group chat people to go to the news, <laughs> be like, "Yo, this." Yeah, that would be like that would be like someone in one of our group chats like betraying us like that. It would be the most horrible thing in the world. Yo, like imagine the talk. Like somebody yes. was like, "You got to have the yes. Mexican standoff in your group chat now." Yes. Be like, "Yo, who did it?" <laughs> yes, man, for real. Like you got to have a serious talk now about <laughs> your group chats, right. and then That's, uh, I'm glad. The brothers I'm in group chats with, they don't, they're, they're not dirty and flagrant with it. 
Nah, man, the circle of trust is important, man. Gotta, there are things gotta, that happen in group chats that would never, ever, you know, be gone. Mm-hmm. So just imagine, like, how hated do you have to be? <laughs> right? Somebody to be like, oh, yeah, he, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he take the trip. <sighs> Ted Cruz. Uh, actually, that's a fair burial. Uh, really. Oh, but, it's, I, I, he's listed, and like elected officials of Texas are just, in general, are just listed. Oh, yeah. Man, first of all, my, my thoughts to anyone out in Texas or anywhere who's dealing with anybody in that east side right now, homie. It's just like that, well. that entire it's, east is just, <sighs> yeah, it's bad. Um, this is why I left the East Coast, man. Like, I, I just really got tired of these rough winters, man. And you never get used to it, bro. You really never get used to it. So my, my thoughts to everybody out there going through it, um, please be safe. I mean, I saw stuff like ceiling fans, like frozen and stuff like this stuff. I couldn't believe, you know, yeah, like, with, the, with the icicles on, on, the, on the tips. Yeah, man. Like out of this world. <clears throat> that are even seeing like the apartment buildings and hotels where like, the water's just pouring off the balconies because the pipes have frozen and the pipes are inside the building. Like, fuck, that's how cold it is. It's, that is insane. You know, another thing, too, is... Mother Nature's uh, undefeated, man. Mother Nature is undefeated. Truth. You, you can't beat time. Mother Nature. Mother she Nature is... Mother Nature is the... Uh, is the Kenny, the no, Kenny no. Omega. <laughs> yeah, that's better. No, God damn it, Neil. But what I was gonna say, <laughs> an, another another community that's been affected real heavily are those like living in these makeshift camps on the border of Texas, trying to get you know, um, uh, yeah. mi- uh, you know, migrate. Uh, what is it? Uh, immigrate. Well, there's immigration first and foremost, and then there's also uh, those <clears throat> trying to get. Um, what I have the what's the status when you're fleeing a, a country and oh, refugee wow. status? Yeah. Yeah, 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 So there are those who are also trying to apply for refugee status because they just can't. They're not safe in their home country, and they're living in these makeshift camps with nothing, not even oh, a yeah. building. It's a camp. Oh, that's you rough. know. So shout outs to all you know those Mexicans out there, those Latinos, Latinx people. <sighs> Prayers for y'all, man. For for sure. For sure. Hey, look at these two together. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I'm just returning from out of town, so having to kind of plug everything back up and get settled in. My apologies for the. For you the just delay. got into town, like right now. Both of y'all on teak time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Yep, T call in the building. Welcome What's back, good, y'all. Welcome, welcome. Can y'all hear me? Yep. No. Hey. Okay. Yeah, man, we were. Oh, my shirt's looking wacky, but um, uh, yeah, man, we were just talking, you know, thoughts and prayers out to folks that are dealing with all types of weather situations all over the country right now. Yeah, man, my my Chi-Town family at home and and friends and everybody, man, much love, y'all. Please be be safe out there, man. We was just I was just telling people how like turn it up. Outside, yeah, there. I was just telling people how like I used to walk around with a shovel. You know what I'm saying? Twenty, thirty dollars, go ahead and hustle up that money. So, man, my young men out there, y'all, y'all, see, a, y'all see a lady struggling with no walk? Like, yo, make sure she good. Go ahead and shovel that. Well, and, it, and, it's, and it's not like normal shoveling too, bro. But they, oh, they putting in, they putting in overtime. You putting in work, work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. man, I don't, I don't miss that. I do miss, you know, that, you know, the hustlers spirit of getting out and you know, making a few bucks, hitting the streets. But man, like. Man, I do not miss the cold weather at all. 
So uh, we are all safe and sound in uh, sunny Phoenix. What was it, 80 degrees today? Like 75, 80? I know. Like, I just came back from California, and I was on Santa Monica Beach smoking blood. Nice. I can't really. <laughs> Loving life. Okay. Well, um, but yeah, man, it's uh, so everybody out there, just let's just please know that the Matt Manny podcast is, is pulling for you. If any of you need any signals boosted in any way of anything that could be done, please yeah. tweet at us at Matt Mania Podcast. We will make sure to get the word out and help our peoples, our maniacs worldwide. Appreciate you. Yes, indeed. So it's been a it's been a week for wrestling. It has been. Um, but before that, you know how we do. We love to get started with the thing we call the put over. I want to start this time because I'm super excited about what I just found out. All right. And this is like literally today. I've become fired up about this YouTube and Facebook page and group and community called the Come Up Series. Now, the Come Up Series is a group of people led by um, this really good brother named Mark, who is a legit millionaire, who is like, I just want to share information and I want to give out news, lessons, investment tips, trades, opportunities, not like, you know, you heard about the whole Reddit thing and what went down with, with people just being like, let's just break the stock market. <laughs> no, but like real strategies and like learning. I don't, I know nothing about stocks and bonds and options and all that. And he comes at it from a very uh, approachable standpoint. This is a 36 year old black man who made a bunch of money, sold a company and, you know, just made, and now he gives the game away for free. And he says like, yo, He's like, we were the original stock market, you know, <laughs> like the speaking as far as like, you know, the labor that we gave away for free. And he's like, so the least I can do is give my people the game and the knowledge for free. He's like, don't come in here asking, oh, what stock's about to pop off? No, I'm going to give you the knowledge of what a stock is, what a bond is, and how to make it happen. So I can't recommend enough. Please, I think everybody should please subscribe to the Come Up series on YouTube. It's like a a collection of videos 30 40 minutes where they just chat very candidly like it's stocks and bonds for dummies that's what it basically is and it's super dope so i would highly recommend check out the come up series that's my put over uh, yeah man i can appreciate that in this climate that we live in you got to do what you can do to make money and investing, you know, even even the T-shirt that he has is like investing one on one assets over liabilities. Like, you know, I mean, you can tell like he's a big believer in in, in this topic. Yeah, well, essentially a lifestyle really is what it is. Sure. And, and, and um, oh, yeah. Go ahead. So I highly recommend checking it out. Just even just listen for a few minutes and like. I'm over here taking notes, bro. I haven't taken notes in 10 years <laughs> or more of my life, but I'm sitting here writing things down. Like, and you know, I, I always tell people, shout out to my, my bro, Jay Live, the amazing MC DJ producer who like put me onto it. He was like, yo man, I got into this class and it was dope. And I was like, how much the class costs? Like, man, it's free. And I was like, who's giving away knowledge for free? I'll tell you who, the come up series. So he's check from out. here. He's from here. His family out here, right? Uh, I don't know that. Uh, as far as I know, I don't know. He's from like New York, like upstate New York somewhere. 
his album, The Best Part, might be one of the most slept on hip hop albums of all time. Yeah. <laughs> With absolutely. the most incredible producer lineup. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. J Live is like, probably, I would say, even he's probably one of the most slept on MCs. Like, absolutely. He's fucking you, dope, man. You know, one or two of his jams, maybe, but like, Conceptually, he's always ahead of the ahead of the pack, like just putting out super smart, dope music. So he hit me like, man, I was going through some some rough times, man. Like, you know, when the pandemic went down. So I was just like, I'm gonna just sit here and learn, you know, YouTube University. And uh he picked up a lot of game, a lot of knowledge. So I've only been on it one day. I went through three classes, me and my homie Phil, shout out to Phil Harmonics, and uh we just kind of oh. asked questions back and forth <laughs> to each other. You know, and so it's 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 helpful to have somebody who actually is interested. So if any of y'all are interested, I would love to sit down with y'all virtually and uh, just learn a little bit about about the stock market, man. Because they, and you know what I mean by they, I mean they have been benefiting off this for <laughs> generations. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and so and we have literally no clue <laughs> of this stuff that's happening. So. Uh, so yeah, it's it's dope to find out what's happening out there. So it got me excited. So, For sure, that's my put over. Neo, what you got? Oh yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the 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 news topic of the putovers going because I'm gonna put over uh, last week tonight with John Oliver. Uh, it's they did their debut. Uh, it's on HBO and. Um, this, this you can catch a little bit of the episode for free on YouTube, but this this week's episode, uh, it's really relevant to our current state because, as it says here, as the COVID nineteen continues to spread, John Oliver discusses what the next pandemic could be and what sh- we should do to avoid it. Can you imagine that in in the pandemic that we're currently in, and then get mollywopped by like another pandemic as we're seeing variants? You know, on the rise, and then I don't what's think we this, can handle it. Like we the, can't, we can't. Right now, we'd be done. We'd be donezy. You know, so he's, you know, he's pretty, he's really forward thinking in, in, in really like, you know, keeping the community <sighs> conscious and 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 essentially a, a, a awaken um, to what could happen. Like if we don't stop the the current habits that we're, you know, that are currently ingrained in us. You know, uh, so if, if if change doesn't happen now, will it ever change? Mm-hmm. And so he makes a good point, and I appreciate his his because he's very real and, and to the point. So uh, when last week tonight was on last last year, I started watching it about quarter four last year, and uh, yeah, I wanted to keep it moving. I'm glad he's back. So nice. yeah, last weekend tonight, John Oliver. It's on HBO, uh, about thirty minutes. So if you like news in that daily show style you know or this this week tonight whatever that's yeah. great mm-hmm. um so wait, he was the guy who did the wwe one right like before he, he like, did last mania or mania before that yeah and the that big, was uh, the show that got me on to him and i just started watching them ever since yeah he's great man so smart heady and like also um you know informative so that's dope. Last week tonight, I didn't know it was back on. So HBO is getting like literally all of my money. And we can definitely talk more about that, about why. Because my other would have maybe put up, put over, would have also been an HBO thing. But I'm going to keep moving in case somebody else has that one. <laughs> but um, Teak, what's going on, man? 
Oh, he probably can. Yo, what up? <laughs> Yo, you got to put over stuff? Yeah, so I'm putting over this anime that I'm watching also on HBO Max. It's called 91 Days. Mm-hmm. And it's um, what the anime is about. It's like back during like bootlegging times. So there's like this mob crew who kills like this dude's whole family. Like his mom is dead, his brother. And then he was the only one that was able to like escape alive. So when he grew up, he changed his name and everything. And he gets this letter in the mail that tells him like, yo, these are the names of the people who killed your parents. Mm -hmm. So then he comes back under his, um, under his fake alias now and links up with his homie who now is a um is like a bootlegger like he makes the alcohol so they're using his alcohol that he makes as like a um a tool to get into the mob world so the dude can start hunting down the people who killed his parents oh wow and it's like it's 13 episodes it's called 91 days and yeah it's been pretty good so far I'm like on the seventh episode. Takes place in Illinois. Oh, you looking it up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what's up, man. HBO Max is killing it, man. They're they're killing it. Everything. Yeah, um, the anime style is pretty dope. And it's in um it's um voiceovers, so you don't have to read it in subtitles. They have um English audio. Oh, it's dubbed. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, it's dubbed. Uh, so originally this came out. This was on Country Road back in the day. It came out in 2016, I think. Um, but uh, but yeah, it is now uh, exclusively on HBO Max. So, yeah, HBO so. has a lot of Crunchy Rose um, library animes. Nice. So yeah, it's it's good because I'm already like you said. You know, we're already paying for HBO. Um, for, for some reason, since I already have it, it's just easier for me to watch the animes there. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving more animes a, a chance that I haven't watched. Nice. And yeah, this one this one was good. Uh, it's like a good revenge story. So this is perfect. I'm going to check it out. And it's, the fact that you said it's, it's short, it's 13 episodes. Yeah. Get in and get out. Like that. I need that. Word. All right. Let's see. Rock knowledge. What you got? Um, <clears throat> actually going to put over, I watched it today. Um, I think it was Monday was the premiere of, uh, Young Rock on NBC. Yes. I'm glad it was entertaining, that. man. It was, it was cool. Like I, it, it's funny cause it kind of feels like they're kind of poking jabs at him potentially running for president, like yeah. <laughs> with like the beginning of the whole, the series. And I wouldn't be surprised if he did, but, uh, it's dope, man. The first episode, <laughs> Um, you see a lot of classic. You see the junkyard dogs in it. Um, Iron Sheik, Andre. Um, it's just really cool, man. I think I think it's gonna be a fun series, just focusing on The Rock as a young boy and Mega Ran just left. Wonder if he got booted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Booted out. Yo, is um is is The Rock under? Does he have like a Legends contract or any contract with WWE? Uh, I don't think he's under contract with WWE uh, currently, but I mean, I think he, he has like the free reign of if he were to call Vince today and be like, yo, I'm going to come on Raw. <laughs> right. Like nobody's going to say no. He's the rock. I mean, is Vince going to tell him no? Oh, no. I just was wondering 
what their working relationship was. Obviously, they're probably going to let the rock whenever he needs something. But when you were just naming the people who he has on the show and stuff, yeah. I was wondering, like, oh, are they still under contract? Like, does he have to get WWE okay for certain stuff in the show? And in return, what are they going to want down the road? That Roman versus Rock match? <laughs> I mean, I think that's the payoff to this whole Roman t- tribal chief, head of the table. I'm like, no, you're not, bro. <laughs> the Rock is the head of your table. When right. He, when he that, wants to come back like, and claim it. That has to happen. But yeah, when he wants to come back and claim it, okay. Right. Yeah, what if they did a Samoan dynasty faction like with the Rock, <laughs> Roman, and the Usos? <laughs> That'd be nuts. Never happened, but you know, yeah, it won't happen. But it's it's a, great. dream uh, faction, of course, that's the dream so, faction. Yeah, let's not forget though that WWE and NBC have a, a business. Oh, together. yeah, oh, yeah, they <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. They, they it's just a beak out in the network, <laughs> they're in business together. So, I'm sure this was just a you know, part of that extension of that process. Oh, yeah. That's, this a, is that's all, a win-win for both of them. So, yeah, this is all stuff that will get eyes back on the WWE in some way. So it's it all works out for them. I'm surprised because as much as I've heard about The Rock when he went Hollywood, there was a lot of talk from like his agents and things where they were like, don't mention WWE. Like, don't be The Rock from the WWE. Like, it's not a good look in Hollywood. Like, they were like clowning him for that. Please. But I think he's, he's beyond that now. You know, like like he, he, he definitely he was him playing. him him breaking that glass ceiling definitely allowed like someone like Batista to do what Batista did because yeah. Batista's he's he's got a pretty fairly big name in Hollywood he's and Batista's guard, one of those guys one of the Guardians of the Galaxy he has back. a very big name <laughs> but also with the with the Rock I feel like if he would have been pretentious like that if he would have been like no don't call me the Rock call me Dwayne and had that attitude, he wouldn't have got as far and as big as he is. Part of his overall appeal is that, yeah, you are the rock. Like, this is the dude that was from wrestling, right? That's like the biggest actor mm-hmm. in Hollywood. What's his name? The Rock? Like, just being the rock. Yeah. Still that being in his name, like, even in the movies, like, it'll say Dwayne The Rock Johnson and like, credits and stuff sometimes. It's like, yo, you have to, like, that's like Ric Flair still being Ric Flair, you know? Like, yeah, Rick Flair no, was like, why... no, my name is Richard Flarius <laughs> or something. Yeah, no. like, it happened <laughs> in the beginning when he, yeah, when he started really doing really movies. Bad. It was like, don't, like, he didn't put the rock into anything he was doing. Oh, he, he was like, I'm going to be Dwayne Johnson. He wanted to be Dwayne. And they were like, come on, dog. Like, you have a million people who love you as the rock, or a million plus. You need to be doing what you have to do. If, if you remember when he, if you were watching, I mean, it was, don't get me wrong, Raw was really bad at this time because it was the Triple H show. But when, mm-hmm. when, when The Rock came back and Goldberg debuted, the initial feud was The Rock and Goldberg. And The Rock oh, yeah. was in full heel mode because he was on that Hollywood shit. Mm-hmm. And the crowd hated him. Oh, you yeah. Know? And then, because I mean, the whole, so he dealt with that for a while. And I think him turning the page, and when he came back around WrestleMania 26, 27, whenever that was, um, when he came back and said, This is home, like, I think that helped kind of catapult him a little bit further. Because, like I said, man, what's, what's Batista's real name? 
Dave. Dave Batista. Dave Michael Batista. <laughs> Good Dave. Most Good people Dave. don't know his real name other than if they know it now from the movies. A lot of people still call him Batista. I'm just saying, like, that's stuff that sticks with you, you know? Nigga always Dave, man. Yeah. Uh, okay, so G1, what's your put over, sir? Uh, man, my put over is a Amazon Prime video original uh, black romance film uh, called Sylvie's Love that I, I absolutely fucking enjoy. Like, that was probably one of the best depictions of black love I've seen in cinema in a long, long time. And it was all built around <coughs> this wonderful thing that the five of us are all connected by music. So <clears throat> it was wonderful, man. Uh, much love to the beautiful Tessa Thompson. Uh, uh, much love to, I, if I'm pronounced, if I'm mispronouncing his name, forgive me, but Namadi Ashomuga, who's, uh, who's been, who's Carrie Washington's husband and has been in a few oh. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you definitely yeah. He's uh, yeah. They're they're uh, the two. Namdi Asamoah. Okay, there we go. That sounds a lot better. You mean the former Asamoah. defensive back for the Philadelphia Eagles? Is that him? Yeah, the football player. He's in this movie. Yeah, the football player. Yes, yes. So it's so it's him and Tessa Thompson. Basically, uh, Tessa works at a record store owned by her father. Uh, Namdi plays a uh, a musician that's running with a band, saxophone player. He's really dope. Hmm. And Tessa's character is kind of already, she's in some type of like uh, etiquette school and she's already scheduled to be married to this particular person that she don't really love like that. And then her and, and then Dude starts working for the record store and then they kind of start falling for each other because he's a dope musician. She knows music from being around records all day. And it's just this wonderful thing that just carries on for a few years of just off and on like real shit. And it, it's, a, it's, you know, it's a period piece it takes place in like, I want to say like somewhere between like the fifties and sixties. Uh, it's dope, dope film, really great cinematography. Uh, delivered really well. Um, the dialogue was really solid, and just so many just dope black faces, man. And it was just, it was just some dope love shit, man. Like I didn't see the other movie that everybody been talking about with uh with John David Washington and um and Zendaya, but you know I've I've heard some some kind of misled things. Malcolm and Marie. Yeah, I, I haven't seen Malcolm and Marie, but I heard like some really terrible things about it. I'll say this. I have not heard the same things about Sylvie's Love and it shows such a beautiful <coughs> film. I recommend you go watch it. It is an Amazon Prime Video original. So get your Prime Video subscription on. Check it out. All right. Uh, that was interesting. I know I know Namdi Asamoa for stealing millions of dollars from the Philadelphia Eagles without a mask and gun. Wow, um, <laughs> that's deep. This dude was like, he was really good with what, the Raiders? And then he was like this really big like touted free agent and then uh he was a boss for y'all got the big dough and then they vanished <laughs> it was a big, it, well yeah because he vanished because he ended up marrying carrie washington and i well, get it i, I mean I, man I, you know i'd be like look my man, you know i got at home i don't want to be here <laughs> damn feel me oh gosh yeah I, I i absolutely feel you all right, it's, so, a, it's a great it's a great day night film, man. I think you and Rachel will really enjoy it. Okay, I'm a peep. Um, I'm surprised nobody put over Judas and the Black Messiah. I just finally watched that last night. Oh, we did watch that. Damn, um, that's right. It was really good. I am. I don't want to give it too much, but you know, it was it was great, man. Like for 
Man, Daniel Kalu is that dude, man. People are like, yeah. oh, man, he don't die. Yeah. He don't like he was from Chicago or whatever. Like, this is a British man <laughs> playing God. Hampton almost perfectly. Like, he killed it. Um, really dope cast. Oh, soundtrack is fire. Yes, it uh, is. God, I can't recommend it. enough. Talk about that for a second? Yeah. Man. Shout out to her for, for the record fight. Her, for oh, great record. That, that's a jam. That is a jam. Dude, um, the, and, and it's crazy because I heard the record prior to the movie coming out. And then when they play that record in the closing credits of the film, after obviously you know what happens, like, mm-hmm. damn. It almost brings everything full circle. Like I choked up hearing it after the film. Yeah. I'm like, oof, this is it feel, and it feels like, like this the whole time. Record, like it feels like an old record. It's man, right, don't it? It's it's produced mm-hmm. very well. Shout out to D Mile. That's a yeah, great man. song. The uh, the Nipsey and Jay record on there. Oh, so. nah, this is on what there. it feels like. Dope. It's, it's a good soundtrack. So if you could, as a bonus, put over. Please watch Judas and the Black Messiah. Please do. Also, be aware of what it's not. Like a lot of people are saying, oh, I wanted to know more about Fred Hampton or I wanted to know more about the Black Panthers. That's not what this movie is about. It is specifically about the FBI and their plot to bring down the Black Panthers. So it's not like a life story full timeline of the exactly. history of the Panthers. Yeah, use, use that as your springboard to get more into it if that's what you choose to. If we want to learn more, then hey, go to your library or, or use your or Googles. Use your Googles, you know. Google's way too much information. Now if they have books on it, then I'm sure they have audio books on it. If you like to just listen to something, so mm-hmm. there's yeah, there's ways for you to get the information. Yeah, there's a ton of use the supercomputer in your pocket to find information. Facts. <laughs> well. Uh, so let's move into some wrestling. But first, yeah. before we get into the week of wrestling, we should start with the weekend yes. that passed. And Ooh. let's talk about TakeOver, Vengeance Day. Vengeance Day. I'm, I'm fully honest. I don't always have time to watch NXT. Movie, but I never miss TakeOver mm-hmm. because they're always phenomenal. And this, Absolutely. to me, was no exception. Uh, every match, fire. I mean... We can't go through the whole thing, but I just no. want to talk about a couple of this. This maybe just throw out a couple moments that you M- guys over. MSK and oh, all of it, classic final. All of it, it was all of it. The whole fucking show. It was. It was like the whole. I people people say that I'd be like, okay, it wasn't all great. No, no, this this card is all fire. Everything is it's some of the best wrestling you'll see. I can't believe. I mean, it's a it's a it's good. But I mean, it wasn't their best takeover. I don't feel like, but only be only reason I would say it's not is because they don't necessarily have the characters that they've had in the past and the storylines that they've had in the past. Not a lot of story here. But True. They, that's I mean, why. That's what it is. I, the story I was watching it, and I was like, yeah, these are like people that they're trying to put over because it's the dusty winners. So right. these are new people and things like that. But yeah, it was more like I was looking forward to the um the headlining matches of the card more. Yeah, for sure. It's uh that's about the one thing I could say. Like there's not as much story connected with these folks, but the matches were top of the line. I mean, talking about from I mean El Gonzalez looked amazing. There was, was there were stories it's just maybe you all y'all didn't know about them. Yeah, because well, I mean they do they do a little they do previews they do MS, lead up I mean do shit man MSK, MSK just completed one of the best runs 
I've ever seen. Bless him, like bro. I think it's ever. Yeah, but that's like it's tournament stuff. I'm not looking at the Dusty Cup stuff as like storyline. Well, stuff. it's a, it's it's a it Cinderella story for MSK. Yeah, is what yeah. it is. It is. It is. That because was dope. even that's very emotional. Dakota and and, and Raquel winning the first women's Dusty Cup. Emotional yeah. story. Yeah. Big stuff. So yeah, there was definitely moments for sure. Well, I I saw a lot of banter online stating that oh, you know, WWE's gonna do the usual with MSK, and they're just gonna highlight them in a couple spots and then continue carrying over their other talent. But that just wasn't the case. Even yeah, myself going in, yeah. I, I thought yeah, they're just gonna they're gonna compete like a couple rounds and then they're gonna be off of them. No, they took the whole enchilada, and that was surprising. Yeah, that's true. I didn't. You didn't expect somebody to pop it. That was like the Hardys coming back at Mania and winning the titles. Like you don't expect that to happen. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying. That, was, that match was incredible, man. Like start right, to finish. Um, I'm excited to see what those dudes, you know, got got in store for us moving forward. Um, so here's a question for y'all, just as yeah. NXT watchers. Typically, do do you see the Dusty Classic winners going on to become dominant tag teams? in the division or is it more like a like a springboard branch off point like have you seen tag teams come out of that and become top of the line tag teams uh, well the, the grizzled young vets the grizzled young vets were um were uk tag team champions for a while okay you know um so so their entrance was was really you know was 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 really good to see we, um, uh, the the Broserways won last year, right? It was Riddle. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonathan and they're like completely two different directions. So, oh, yeah, speaking Matt, of the Grizzled Young Veterans, I saw I saw some people saying that um, the Grizzled Young Veterans is what the revival should have been. Mm. Mm. I, I, I don't know the revival in their in their own, you know, you know, to to their own are really really great uh, tag team. What do you mean WWE? Like that's what they should have been to WWE. Yeah, sure. It should have been more of them. I always feel that the revival should have been a faction more so than the tag team. I could have used two more guys built like them from that same kind of country, you know, if, influenced by the old school background. I would have liked to have seen them. Well, I mean, it would have been a horseman. I was, I was just gonna say it would have been a four horseman comparison, but even I mean, them two alone are just kind of that naturally. But so yeah, it would have been a bad yeah. comparison. You know what I mean, but the yeah. thing is, like, if WWE took tag team wrestling seriously, you know, then tag teams could be relevant in the WWE climate. But no, they had them do some cornball stuff. They should sh- agree. Sh- shave, yeah. Shaving each other's backs in the shower, you know, and you know, putting icy hot in their trunks. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, they don't yeah. take tag team wrestling seriously in the WWE. They just the don't. That they had, yeah, against the Grizzled Young Veterans. That was a that was a hard hitting tag match. We don't yeah. we don't see much of. That's true. Yeah. We'll get to see that a lot. Then we got Great to see uh, we got to see Johnny Gargano go full Johnny Takeover against Kushida. That match was great. Woo! That match was Kushida looked really good. good. Johnny looked great. It's it, that was a great match, man. I, I thought for a minute, I was like, "Oh, they gonna they gonna get rid of Kushida?" Okay, yeah, yeah I, I thought so too. too. I'm surprised I Johnny won it. I wouldn't have been mad. No, I wouldn't have been mad at all. I think Johnny needs it for story purposes, but you know, it's his faction and you know all that. Yeah, and Kushida's been a hard ass faction name. The way, the way that's dope. that's hard. 
I'm surprised they haven't. Well, I know though why they haven't. Yet. They, they haven't <laughs> built, this is the way they haven't right. done any like you know they like, no, they take Mega Ran y'all theme song. This is the way. <laughs> no, they, I they was bumping that. that while we was going through the Stranger Things experience in in L.A., bro. I was. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I tagged you. Put a bit, put a Grogu on his tights for next takeover. <laughs> Yo, um, what about? I know we're not. I mean, I mean he could dress up like the Mandalorian. His costume. I mean, that's what he does. Tons of costumes, but like they probably don't want to mess with Disney stuff like that direct. But he did Wolverine, so you know. I'm like, I'm he, like he messing with yeah. this stuff already. If he doing but Marvel, just like you said, yeah, he did Wolverine. He's, he's done Iron stuff. Man. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I think Mandalorian has is, is got to come soon. This is the way. Uh, Rock, what else on the show impressed you? I mean, we, we there's only two matches we haven't talked about because we've talked about everything else. So you might as well just mention the women's triple threat. Io Shirai retained yes. over Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. Uh, good match. A little sloppy at times. I wish it would have been a little bit cleaner. Um, but I, I wish not, the table would have cooperated. Yes. <laughs> that would yes. be nice. Yeah, but, um, yeah. The table that they said, Tony Storm knocked over with one hand. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I mean the main event, you know, the match could 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 be match of the night. We had Finn Balor, Pete Dunn, great hard hitting match. I mean, them boys was throwing hands. Yes, sir. Ooh, they was throwing, yes, sir. Submissions, all uh-huh. type of shit, like. That's my type of match that's right a, there. That match yeah, between that's, them two, that's the shit I watch wrestling for. I was like, yes, this yeah. is this is great, man. That's but I can't believe great. they breaking up my group. That was that was actually yeah. my next well, now question. we gotta talk about the end. We'll talk we about that, of course. What's going on? So G1, you are the resident undisputed era fan club member of the Matt Mania podcast. Talk man, about the potential breakup of your faction. <sighs> yeah, said, I'm sorry. What was the question, my fault? What's the word? Is what? is it over? How you feel about it? Is, is are they done? I mean, the way it's looking right now, they're they're doing this in a cool way. So it's I'm oh, not yeah, still my take. I'm oh, not yeah. too <laughs> mad at it, but I've said from the beginning. If they let Kyle O'Reilly loose on the solo side, he's going to fucking dominate. So I'm not too mad at that. We already know what Adam Cole is capable of by himself. So it's like, uh, you know, I feel like I feel like Roderick Strong is in this weird space right now. So for the moment, he's going to be like Adam Cole's lackey until it gets to until it gets to a point where. He's like, man, no, fuck this. Like, I want the same opportunities, this, that, the third, and it's really going to fall apart. And then what happens? So when Bobby Fish get back, then what? I, You know, but that's the only part I'm worried about. Outside of that, uh, I guess it had to happen at some point because they did have, like, the last three, four years on lock, though. Like, seriously, it's so. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious where this is going to go because, one, Adam Cole – Turned on Kyle O'Reilly, but he also kicked the kicked the shit out of Finn Balor. <laughs> right. So something that I was telling G One that I think that they might do is that Finn Balor might start leading the undisputed era now. Ooh. And they well, let and there are shades of that on on this Wednesday's episode. Right. There was there was so if they do that, you have Adam Cole go heel and go solo, mm. and because Adam Cole mm. turned on. Finn and 
Kyle O'Reilly, you already got that between them. And since, like he said, um, Roderick Strong, he's in the middle and just like, so he'll just, if he just joins up with them as well, exactly, then it'll just be like, I feel like that's what Finn and Adam Coe's feud can be over. Mm, like who controls undisputed error instead, instead of breaking them all up all together. That'd be dope too. That be down. And okay. then and then he turns him into the club. And guess what? Bullet Club is fine. <laughs> Bullet Club is fine. The forbidden portal opens. <laughs> His factory the club. And then here we go. <laughs> oh shit. Wow. Bullet Club is fine, y'all. Bullet Club is fine. It'll be something. Uh, <laughs> I think that that's exciting. That's exciting for sure. I want, to see, I want to see that go down. Um, all right. So another great takeover, and then Monday comes, and you know what that's <laughs> oh. Damn. Back like in the that. day, I used to joke, "Raw is war," and call it "Raw is bore," but that that damn. That's kind of what it feels like. But it does. So here, so. One main piece of news is that they decide to, after we dog the main event that they came up with for the Elimination Chamber, I think they heard it. They heard it from everybody. Like, what are y'all doing with this Chamber match to just throw this together? Hodgepodge. Yeah, so then you decide that Miz wants to pull himself out of the match and put his own friend in, and then we get Kofi back in. So... Does this? Do you think we get Kofi Mania two here, or is this just a little, you know, let's throw him a bone and keep it moving? <laughs> okay, may I say, yeah, I, I, I wanted, I, I wanted, I wanted Ali, and um, to also be in the Elevation Chamber, just so yeah. that there can be a sprinkle of Kofi Mania in the storyline. I know Kofi Mania, in my mind, it's probably not g- going to happen again. But I would like to kind of refeel the feeling of Kofi in the Elimination Chamber from years back, and I think Ali would have been that perfect foil for him because they have the history. So why not like like just drip drip a little bit on it, you know? Just a little bit of continuity. That's all. Mm -hmm. That's all. That's all I wanted. Yeah. Right. He's muted though. I feel you. I heard it. I can hear um, but yeah, that's that's the truth. We we just a sprinkle of continuity, not to be like I just threw these guys in that you like, and now they're gonna fight. Like, did we just forget about the whole uh, issue that Ali had with Kofi? And I don't know. Yeah, which was circa this time, like Elimination Chamber. Like you you had so much, you had a platform to use it, and 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 you could have even abused it but i mean they yeah, just didn't do yeah, anything like do the match just just give give us the match like but i don't get it i don't understand I, what's happening i do like how both of the elimination chamber matches will have different outcomes because like one of them you win the title in the match and then the next one you have to fight the the guy mm-hmm. after the match but it's still at the yes. same pay-per-view so is they're they're not both going to be the same type of match. That's right, and it right. and it and it really uh, you cre- creates a visual, you know, uh, separation of the two brands, which right. I know we which I know we want, uh, you know. So and it actually get, tells you the narrative of the of those two ch- champions. 
you know, as well. I agree. We need, um, we need, I think it could still happen. I saw somebody mention, oh, Go, Gojtron mentioned maybe we'll get Ali and Kofi for Mania somehow. And if they, if they work towards that, I wouldn't be mad. But otherwise, maybe at maybe Fastlane, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Because, or we get a Schmaz. I think so. And then we get a Schmaz, and then maybe we get the actual match. I don't know. Well, but, well, the New Day and Retribution have been have been featured heavily on WWE's main event, which is something that none of us watch uh, at all. No. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, sad, but I it is not. what it is. Oh man, you broke my green screen. <laughs> <laughs> I saw oh, he slapped your green screen off. <laughs> yeah. So my uh somebody said something about that. Oh, there was somebody on Twitter was like, yo, Ricochet. They tweeted at Ricochet. How come you ain't never on TV, man? You're so good. And he was like, What do you mean? I'm on main event every every week. <laughs> I'm, oh, main, yeah. I'm main eventing. <laughs> and, uh, Wink. So maybe maybe main event is good or something, but I just haven't seen it. Like, I can't remember last time we had a U.S. title match. Maybe they should do that on main event. I don't know. Um, so anyway. There's one gotta... coming up on Sunday, isn't there? Yeah. Because Sunday's a pay-per-view, by the way. It is. This is three weeks in a row, it seems. Chamber. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. Um, but they got to space these out a little more. But, you know, whatever. You got to do what you got to do. Uh, so the most of the show, actually, and I didn't realize it because when I watched it on Hulu, it went to like seven commercial breaks during this match. It was the gauntlet match. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I've never seen that. They were like, oh, and he's outside the ring. I will be back. And then. Five seconds later, oh, and this match continues. It <laughs> happens again. And then almost has been rejected. He's been ejected. And this match continues. And again, I was like, yo, was that, was that the replay? Or was that, did you watch no, that, that live? Was, that was live. I mean, they, they, they don't add in him saying we're going to a commercial. They put the commercials in. So, uh, no, because I watched it on the replay and I was so glad that I didn't have to sit through commercials watching that <laughs> yeah it was- uh, veronica i hate i hate to pull five points off your black car but it's san ford in son you can't trust no one named veronica <laughs> old tiny samson, samson <laughs> you gotta go um read the autobiography of malcolm x and then come back to us to That's get this <laughs> You gotta watch um, Judas and the Black Messiah for extra credit. <laughs> such, a, such a good film. All right, so um, so this for man, those who want to know what that was, by the way, with some little video clips I uploaded. So <laughs> yeah, nice. you you slapped my my effect off my green screen. I can't. I'm sorry. I don't know how I did that to you when I ran. <laughs> I like I, I try to I try to reload it, and it says an error occurred. Like <laughs> and an error. And now I got a wow. fingerprint on. You got an error. <laughs> um, so. You know, well, I guess we can just act, we can just throw it out there since this is technically our go home show before a pay per view. Um, who's yeah, winning the we chamber? We got to get our picks in. We got to get our Who, picks. Who's in. winning the chamber? Anybody care? So I foresee, and, and this is the constant that I'm carrying. I foresee the Miz 
is going to beat somebody at the Elimination Chamber. I think he's going to cash in at the Elimination Chamber. And leave with the belt? And leave with the belt. Well, who do you think is going to win Elimination Chamber now? She said, don't matter. The Miz. The Miz. The Miz. <laughs> it could be Sheamus. It could be anybody. So, um, so the Miz is going to cash in. In that case, it's Kofi then. It's just so they can make us mad. In that case, it's going to be Kofi. <laughs> is he going to cash in Money in the Bank? Yeah, I, I think I think so. Like I think it's true. I think it's prime time. I, if I can pick a winner, can that cut out? Because that means I can just say Roman's, <laughs> Roman's going to retain, but he's that he's not even losing. We all know that. Well, he's in the SmackDown one. Yeah, yeah, that's a different match. But okay, I can see it. I think Miz is going to hold it to Mania and make whatever the match is a triple threat. That's what I think is going to happen. But you have to cash it in on somebody. You can't make it into a triple threat, can you? Didn't Brock do that? He was like, no, I'm right now. Put me in this match. At oh, what- so you're saying like he's not going to, you know, kind of weasel his way to for the title. Like he wants to like compete for the title by cashing in. I think he wants the is going to retain it. He wow. wants to win WrestleMania. So I think he's going to do that. Smart. But that smart. would be very smart, though. I can't see Miz has been kind of a goofy character. I can't really see him doing that. But yeah, now they got Angel Garza hanging out with him, hanging out with him and Morrison. That's, that's kind of dope. I mean, Angel's that type of character. So no. he, he fits personality wise. Not me, man. I don't. I don't like it. We know you hey, want to see him with all the You want to see him chasing Bad Bunny for the 24-7. Right. Hey, Bad Bunny. You know. Hey, 24-7 champion, Bad Bunny. Also, I have to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, he is. Bad Bunny is taking the title to Saturday Night Live. So, what are the chances you see, because he's the musical guest this week, what are the chances we see R-Truth roll him up during... <laughs> during oh, it's definitely going to happen. Oh, wow. That's, it's definitely gonna happen. That's a good look for the WWE. I again NBC, WWE, they're working together. Or it's no I, I I have no doubt somebody is popping up. Yeah, that 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 sounds definitely like it's gonna happen, but I think they might also have some other people from Saturday Night Live win the title win the before title. the show was over. Oh, I can see that. Who was the dudes who showed up? The, the Michael Jay and Colin Jones. Yeah, Michael Jay and Colin Jones. They'll win it. They'll win it. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Scarlett Johansson. Right. Because because there's there's obviously just gonna be a ref hanging That's around right. because a peacock, he got the title. Peacock so it's gotta be a ref on that. Don't silly peacock. So we get our truth popping up. I think we get Michael Che is gonna become a 24-7 champion. That's hilarious. And then we get our truth at the end of the show. Rolling up for the win, and then he leaves with the title. During That's the twenty-four seven during, during the yeah, yeah. <laughs> during the end credits when they're like doo, 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 playing, playing the sax. He's like, "Wait a minute, ah, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> he just runs off. I could see it happening. So remember the peacock, the power of the peacock. Or he does, or he does it at the beginning, rolls him up, gets the belt back, and then he goes. I got one more thing I got to say to you about my title win. Live from New York, it's Saturday. <laughs> Yo, no, he'll say something. He'll say the wrong show. Like, right. if it's no, no, no. <laughs> live from New York, it's David Letterman. Oh, shit, he was high. Wow. 
<laughs> oh god yeah he'll mess up yeah truth will say something <laughs> okay I, now I have to watch SNL this week <laughs> this, this is very my bad my bad damn he got a Netflix show now <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh Okay, so that wraps up Raw. We're moving moving on, moving way on. Um, we talked a lot of NXT, so I think we're going to jump to AEW and come back to NXT. And real quick, jump into Dynamite. I got now, one question about AEW. Okay. Why Shoot. did the dude that's behind you ran on your green screen, why did he take a bump Wednesday night? It's I'm well, just curious. <laughs> There's the answer to That's really what I want to talk about is he didn't just take a bump. He took a hard one. Yo, he took a power bomb from Cage. Cage did not go easy on that dude. I Unnecessary. cringed. I was like, what are you doing? So I don't know if that was necessary, but he's about to be in a match. He probably told him, don't go easy on me. Hit me with it. And then he went back to the back and collapsed. <laughs> no, like it was dope though because uh, Brian Cage, he smoked it in there, put it out on his cold fridge back, and then gave him that power bomb. Oh my god, it was great. And I, I, I was, I've been saying all week, or at least for the last couple of weeks, that I think they've kind of neutered Cage and made him less of a beast. After I saw Darby Allen kick out of everything he had, I was like. Come on, man. Cage is a beast. Make this dude look strong. And they did. He just powerbombed a 60-year-old man. <laughs> into the snow. Into the snow. Into the snow. He buried him. Yo, I'm sure Sting went to the back and was like, yeah, thanks, man. And then passed out. <laughs> like, I needed something to get my heart going. <laughs> oh, God. But no, he wanted it. So to answer your question, Rock, he wanted it. He asked for it. He said, yo, don't go easy on me, I'm sure. He said, let's go. Yo, and shout shout outs to Hook, bro. Like, he got in there. He got grimy with it. He tried to choke him out with his own back. He got some action. But we all agree that that Sting, like a Jeff Hardy, should not be taking bumps like that, right? Well, we just we also those bumps to be honest. and we also just found out that Tully Blanchard is going to enter into the ring with FTR. Wait, what? so what? yeah, oh my yeah. God. well, y'all didn't watch the show, I bet. Yeah, I guess it's scary. Like, I don't know. Like, they must be taking like all the stem cells and doing. They must be going down to Brazil, getting all the stem cells and just like. Getting all juiced up, jacked up, they, you know. They taking uh, cryogenic baths for three minutes. They taking <laughs> all the blue chew, <laughs> all the blue chew in the world, and like, oh they, just, my God. they got a hard on to wrestle. Yeah, it's only going to be erect in the ring. Seven years old. Shout out to blue chew, it works. They sitting in those pools from Wanted. Yeah, after they got beat up, they put in <laughs> hyperbolic time chambers. Mm-hmm. Okay. He is 67 years old. God damn. I'm trying to find his last bump or his last match. His last <laughs> match to date is a wrestler. 30 years ago, I think. 2007. He lost to Dustin Rhodes at an NWA Legends Fan Fest. 
convention in Charlotte. Oh, 2007. It's a long time ago, man. It's, so that's the thing. Scorpion, like Scorpion Dev Drop might turn into a Scorpion Dev Lay Down at the wild. It'll be cool. <laughs> Scorpion Dead Drop. Like, I don't, right. <laughs> I don't well, see that at all. And that's the thing. Like, this is like to, to Rock's point. Like, why are these old dudes on this television pro- program? You know, and at this point, the fact that they're getting into the ring and getting physical, yeah, I'm feeling that way too. Like, I get it. You want to be on TV, you know, maybe get a payday and help people out. But now you want to be on TV and like shine when when there's AEW Dark, when you can bring up people from AEW Dark and give them their shine on main event TV. Man. You know, it's it's Wait, are that's agreeing on an AEW point here. What? Yeah, it sounds I am. like people are agreeing. So. Uh, why do you think this is happening? Like, why why are legends getting, yeah. uh, you know, bumps? It's, like, it's getting match time. Well, Sting really, like, sky, helped rock, skyrocket the ratings as well. Like, and, and his T-shirt sales were off the charts. So everybody's been salivating at the mouth, waiting to see what Sting's going to do. And we saw what happened to Sting, and now it's just like, ugh. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I a, yeah. I didn't need to see that. I'm like, oh, and he's gonna be in a match. It's like a, will, a street fight or something. It's a street fight, and I was so adamant that he was not gonna fight, and now <laughs> that he is, I did, I did, yeah. Yeah, on this show, on this broadcast, we had this discussion. We had this discussion. I, I said it too because Rock was like, oh, here we go with the old guys, and I was like, no, no, they're just there to shine up the young guys. Like, no, mm-hmm. no. Nah, nah. Yeah, it's- you guys said this is going to be a cinematic thing where Sting isn't going to, and whatever. it is going to be cinematic. Now, yeah, yeah, but like- now it looks like he might get power bombed through a windshield. Well, that power bomb was cinematic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know, man. I uh, and oh, um, Gotron mentioning Jake laid laid out a clothesline and got a uh, got beat up as well. Yeah, so, and he he also gave a sloppy ass clothesline to like um, to to Jack Evans and like I don't know why he's getting involved. He fucking sucks. Oh, Jack Evans, yeah, sloppy. No, like Jake the Snake, like. Yeah, no one wants to see his yeah. like, and and this is this is the fact that he stopped doing DDP calisthenics. You know, he should have he should have been doing <laughs> DDP. He, he should have been doing DDP gymnastics and then get into the ring. Gymnastics. I think it's fair to say okay, because Tully's fighting Marco Stunt, so it won't be like you know a brutal match. You know, well, watch him take won't. a watch him take a, a code red from from Marco Stunt. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, Tron mentioned it too Tully you, you think Tully is going to sell for Marco I think Marco's going to sell for Tully <laughs> like yeah. hey did we want did we want to see a clip of the power bomb for those on, on the guys that didn't see it uh, sure if you got it run, run it Ugh. I got it I'm going to share my screen watch, watch, Cage, watch Cage smoke one in the air hold on to your butts alright and oh. screen sharing now so if you guys can see this, I'm gonna blow this up a little bit. It's kind of ghetto, sorry, but hey, check this out, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, look, it's like Inception. I can see myself twice. Yay! I see you. Oh God, what the hell? Okay, that was weird. We'll try watch that. that watch, watch that YouTube search. Oh, yeah. There it is. 
Let, um, look, look at him light it up in the air. The Ooh. Yes. Oh, just bounced, bro. Yo. That thing looks like he's heavy, too. That's that, that old man that. weight. <laughs> a bump is like taking a car crash. <laughs> right. That was and like dr- he that was a sack of potatoes right there. And then yeah. I start getting bad feelings like uh your last match, you went out after a power bomb. It was the, the Seth Buckle Bomb, which is, you know, a, a worse move in its own right. But yo, I ooh. ooh I well, at least he can at least he can pancake. At least he can pancake like on the on the mat versus yeah. that buckle bomb. You're kind of like you're kind of, you don't see what's behind you. Yeah. Yeah, it can come up on can you. Can I can I ask y'all something and pardon my ignorance? What is the significance of Cats when they when they do the power bomb doing the whole cigar on the back thing, just smoking them. Like, oh, it's just disrespect. Like I'm smoking them. Smoke. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, people only do that with power bombs. Like and I'm, I'm like, okay, I know specific wrestling used to do that. I like see Gallows, Bradshaw do it every now and then. Gallows does it. Yeah, like it's just smoking on that Smoking that back. He was he was smoking that stain pack. <laughs> Scorpion death. Uh, uh, you know, and that's that's an interesting point. They were saying like he's he's probably making a reference to like blowing one, and they always like, oh, it's TV. We can't be making those type of reference, but whatever. He did right. You just doing a gesture. You can be smoking yeah, anything. It could be anything. You know what I mean? There, or, there was this one part in in uh, in AEW where. Um, where it was the good brothers, right? And they were going up against like the dark order and Gallows was passing the joint to Carl and Carl tried to pass it to Nick Jackson and Nick, because he's straight edge says no. And then they did a triple, <laughs> a triple, a triple, uh, apron bomb. Oh, know? wow. And they had to edit, they had to edit that out because of T because TV didn't like the smoke. Oh, that, that's <laughs> so wet. Oh, it, it was pretty funny. Like, come on. That's yeah. Like use your imagination, but that's not, Obvious. Well, I don't think they're, it is. they're smoking marijuana cigarettes. <laughs> Could be smoking candy cigarettes. Um, all right. So also on the show, I wanna I gotta give AW props where where it's due. The one thing that I've always said I, I wasn't a huge fan of was the women's wrestling on AW, but this eliminated tournament is changing all of that. And uh the Serena Deeb and Rio match was fire. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe even pay-per-view quality. This has yeah. been for two days straight or three days. I've been seeing some of the best women's wrestling I've seen between. And that that is not counting the fact that you probably didn't tune into the free YouTube uh, AEW women's bracket in Japan. Okay, that's fair. I but did not watch that. Women the women's wrestling on You're NXT. Reviewing well. great Dynamite. women's wrestling. And <laughs> We're reviewing AEW, and yes, if you sir. want to make a reference to women's wrestling, I'm telling you, man, like AEW, you can, you know, it's right there on YouTube. <laughs> hey, I, I told you, I'm gonna stand for dark. I love AEW dark. It's just two hours of wrestling. <laughs> well, no, and this is the um, this is the AEW women's, the women's uh, bracket women's in, in Japan. Yeah, I need yeah. to watch the Japan ones. Um, I do so. Honestly, and Shonika said what I was about to say. The ending wasn't as great. We had a lot of great action, and then we just get like a roll up, and it's like mm, this part always 
I don't know, man. I'm not a huge fan of like hard hitting false finishes and then roll up. <laughs> you know, motherfucker. Uh, hey, that it is a wrestling move. It is a wrestling move. You're right. You know? And they don't use it uh, as often as WWE does. I'll tell you what. Yeah, yeah. Still yeah. The, it's still the most dangerous move. <laughs> it is. It's got most the protected most move in wrestling. It might have the highest percentage. Yeah, win-loss percentage. Um, let's talk about the the Bucks and Santana Ortiz, which I thought was so good. This is this Oh, you great. already knew what that was going to be. Indie wrestling, teams in wrestling, going at it. This was this was great. I think it got a little too spot happy for me, but here I am. Oh, get on, get picking. the fuck out oh, of here! Oh, what the all fuck? Right. Okay, I'm right. picking. They're like, all right, well, you do this, this unrealistic position that you gotta be in for me to. Hey, do it's like watching WWE 2K20 on TV. Fuck <laughs> it, I'm with it. Like, I love oh, it. I want to try, let me try this. Let me try. I don't care. Well, you got I'm your year old cousin. I'm, I'm enjoying. <laughs> And you're like, oh, oh, let me do this move to you, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, think about it. When was the last time they touched? Right? It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Yeah. So they, they really wanted to... They wanted know, to touch. go out. And, and mm-hmm. Santana Ortiz needed this. They needed this. Like, they, this, I don't remember the last time they had a really, really a big breakout moment. So they needed this match to really go well. And I think it did what it was supposed to do. And it was it was dope. Uh, Nerd Dad says Santana Ortiz need a title run yesterday. Fully agree. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Word. All right. And um, Neo, what else stands out to you on um, Dynamite? Well, in uh, in AEW, we're going to have the first ever uh, barbed wire C4 explosive match between Kenny Omega and Moxley. So we're doing like a we're doing like a a, a Japanese style death match on American television, which is going to be very fun to watch. There's so much can go wrong, and you don't want it to go wrong. So this is like an exploding train wreck just waiting to happen. And if you've ever seen any of these before in Japan, boy howdy, you're in for quite a treat. I. I have yeah. one another small complaint. I'm gonna sound like I'm nitpicking and not being as big of a fan as I am, but coming from someone who doesn't even watch wrestling. No, this is just this is what I'm here for to, to say what I like and what <laughs> I maybe don't like. I watch a lot of wrestling, which is why I don't want every time John Moxley and Kenny Omega fight that there has to be a gimmick involved. There I said it. I, their first match was the unsanctioned, super violent thing. No, their first match was uh, was a wrestling match, but then but then Don Callis got involved. No, 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 and- no. That's the second match. The first match was before the world title. Oh, I thought you were I thought you were talking for the title. My bad. No, no, you're right. But their first match was the super violent, unsanctioned thing, you know, and that that got all crazy. Now uh, that was a normal match, but I loved. That well, match. and it's because John Moxley wasn't signed per se, right? Right. I just want to see a wrestling match between these two. Like that's my only complaint. As much as I'm gonna, I'm sure, enjoy this match and the explosion, the explosions, and all that. I don't think they need a gimmick match when you got two of the best of the well, best. Well, and, you know and let me ask you this: Do you feel John Moxley has the wrestling pedigree of a Kenny Omega? Yeah. No. Um, no. 
No. But um, no. So Neo. I feel like. Oh yeah, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Sorry. No, so, so I was going to actually actually ask y'all. So do you guys feel that oh, they have okay. to create these gimmick matches so that way they can help mask the the. Oh come on! The, the lack of wrestling within John within John Moxley. Who's being disrespectful? Kenny can carry John in the, in the wrestling that he can't do. Just a question. And Kenny can make a blow up doll look good. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. John just a question. You could just say yes or no. You know, and that's and that's okay. You know the answer to that question. Right. You don't have to mask John Moxley's wrestling ability. In a gimmick match, right? You don't have to do that. Have, have you guys been seeing the rumors on the dirt sheets and things about um, Okada coming over, bro? Let's talk about it. Bro. So, I saw he was interested in Impact. I, I didn't see anything about AEW, but it, was, it would, be, it would be such it'd be such Okada justice if Okada came back to Impact and just lit all them motherfuckers up. Just laid them all out. All of them. Just all of them. <laughs> Everybody. Even even the trainers in the back just lit them all up. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Man. Give everybody Rainmakers. Rainmaker party. Mm-hmm. Just double. He just walks down the, 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 the halls. Double Rainmakers everywhere. You know, that'd be dope. Right. So you must be it's crazy that they can't. So we got to talk about what Uncle Dave said. You, you yeah, brought up Uncle Dave says that Okada is part of this new deal with New Japan, which means that, yes, he would most likely be involved with AEW or Impact. If wow. This now. That's all we got. I mean, I just, all, all of this goodness, it just sucks that we don't have fans mm-hmm. in the for stands. these big moments. Because, like, Okada coming and it raining Okada bucks, Wherever he popped out, whether it was Impact or AEW, would be crazy. Yeah, it would be nuts. That would be. Like, I, yeah, I would, man, like, you need people for that. So I would even understand them waiting, saving it for later on, because that's a big moment. Uh, so we do, Impact has um, New Japan guys coming for the next week's show. They got David Finley and Juice Robinson. And uh, Juice. And uh, hey, G.O.D. may pop up. That would be crazy. What's yeah, like what's happening with GLD? Do you do you think they're gonna well Tama Tama called out uh Carl Anderson on his podcast, <laughs> calling him calling him a double sellout. Yo, you joined the elite man. I can't believe you sold out to me twice. Double sellout. Double sellout. Uh so I don't know how much of this is a work or not, but Tama is very very talkative about his opinions about what's happening over there. I and think those guys are always just trying to, um, they get to work, shoot themselves into a work, man. Like they just, <laughs> they just, they just want to work. So they just <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what it is. It's like, let me just keep talking about it and pretending, and then eventually it'll happen. Yeah, like if I keep if I keep poking at you now that this stuff is going on, mm-hmm. then then I'll get over there. <laughs> I mean, this is what uh um, so yeah, the master of Young yeah. Rock, he said it. He said, What do you say? Work the gimmick. Yep. You yeah, on episode one. Made my fuck out like, Okay, K Fabe much or break K Fabe much, Rock. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's all fake. Like <laughs> it's like he might as well have said 
<laughs> but uh, you know, it's all we're you know we're not insulting each other's intelligences anymore, brothers. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I overall I think a really good episode of Dynamite. We got um, the six man match we didn't talk about: Mox, Phoenix, and Archer versus Kingston, Butcher, and Blade. I thought Phoenix. It was really, really Phoenix. good. Phoenix is probably my favorite guy in AEW right now. Um, I just want more Phoenix. I want Phoenix to get a solo run. I want to see more Ray Phoenix. I, he's incredible. He, he like I'm. There's not a lot of wrestlers that I hang on everything they do. Where I'm like, oh, I know that's gonna look good. He need. They need to give Phoenix. <clears throat> he, he needs that um a TNT title run. I mean, that's not a bad idea. That that's would be dope. Like that. that would that would be cool. Like I think Wisel and you know fighting champion, solid matches. Uh, to see him with the belt around, he looks like a champion every time he comes out. In my opinion, so yeah, but he's also yeah. he's also a cocky show off. So I feel like he would defend that, that title every every week. Yeah, he would want to want to go out there and like burn it up, and that's that's what I thought the TNT title would be like defended every week on TNT. <laughs> but yeah, it's just caught up in this dumb storyline right now. It's weird. Yeah, well, Co- Cody started that, and that was his moniker. But now you have like Darby Allen really like laying out his heart and soul in, behind every finish. So you had Cody doing uh, um, quantity, and you have Darby Allen doing quality work. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I, I can agree with that. That's true. That it's was thing. That wasn't our. That wasn't like announced. It was Cody's gimmick. Yeah. That was just his that was his 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 thing for sure. Yeah, I just thought the TNT title would be more like a TV title where defended right. every show. I thought that too. Yeah. Like, and that was a Cody I, thing. There was nothing set in stone, but that was just what Cody Dunn did. Okay, we gotta talk about NXT. And now I have a question for you, Rock. Is there why the WWE why? a seizure with Kyle O'Reilly? Ah. Ah, 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 one, ah. it wasn't the reports of the seizure didn't initially come out from the WWE. It was the schmarks that were in attendance that were watching. Um, and then Ryan Satin made a comment and I don't pay, honestly, me personally, I don't pay no mind to Ryan Satin and what he says. I don't, that's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he mentioned something, um, but apparently it was all part of a, all part of a, a work because Kyle O'Reilly got destroyed at the end by Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. He got super kicked in the freaking face and then got suplexed onto the stairs mm-hmm. and then just re- sold really, really, really well. And okay. not for nothing, I feel like he's done that in the past. Like sold yeah. really, really well to the point with, where No, with the, like the seizure style selling. Like I felt like I've seen it before. Yeah. Like, where did the word seizure come from? I just... Like, like Rock or, said, from the smart community, it was, just, it, it was yeah. the marks that were. It was a, yeah. a few people that were there that weren't WWE. So um, th- there were fans in the yeah. stands. Okay. I see. Yeah, I didn't realize they had fans there. Okay. Very yeah, non non WWE personnel. Okay. You, yeah, you're right. I'm looking at it now. Some dude tweeted, "Oh, that looked really bad. He looked like he's having a, she- a seizure." Yeah. The the referee had to wake him up or the you know i mean that just shows me kyle o'reilly did what he was supposed to do he sold getting his ass destroyed by adam cole to the point where people legit thought he had a medical emergency you know and (laughs) yeah the internet took over as the internet sometimes does twitter 
And there's some people that mean well, obviously, because they just sure. see they just see the news and they they feel you know they definitely feel empathetic off the jump. But yeah, I like I think I was watching What Culture Wrestling, and one thing that resonated with me was think before you tweet. Oh, for real! Think like, before you tweet, absolutely. It seems like so easy to be like, let me just think about this. Like, why would you mention the word seizure? Like, knowing that that's going to get people serious. I know he's mentioned that he's diabetic. He's mentioned yeah, that he's a type one. You know, a lot of those things he's talked about, and so people just assume the worst. Like, Colorado is a, a, a excellent seller. And so, you know, that's 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 what he was supposed to do, you know, yeah. and yeah, and so people just took it out of proportion. OK, so it wasn't like the announcers said, like, Here's no, 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 it was actually it was after the it was after the match was, was over and okay. the camera was kind of pulling out and the show was actually going to go off the air. Like you saw the ref like calling for someone to come assist him and then the show went off the air and then that's when the dude on Twitter made the comment about the seizure and then it just kind of ran like wildfire, um, you know, through the yeah. Twitter verse, because I mean, Twitter is quick, man. Quick, Twitter oh, is yeah. quick. On, quick on the there who's reporting right after it goes yeah. out there. You yeah. think that they know what they're talking about. So yeah. I get it. Yeah. Okay. So now I feel a lot better about it. I didn't think, I thought like, Oh no, did they just create a storyline out of a seizure? Like, you know, yeah. I mean, They've done it before. Shimazu, thank you for the reminder. JTG's last match versus Santino, uh, he oversold the Cobra strike by pretending to have a seizure when he was hit. MSK happens in the Dusty Classic when he, he missed or he flew over the top rope when he landed. Oh, it was when they did the Doomsday device. Did you see that, that spot? Oh, my God, yeah. I thought he was going to die. Yeah, and he he did like he make some like, kind of movement. Like he did some shaking, and we're like, "Yo!" <laughs> like that that spot was one of the most dangerous spots that I've seen them do in a very long time. Yeah, that well, was- and and that's the thing. Like it, it was, you, you remember what the Grizzled Young Vets versus MSK that Topaz Suicida Doomsday outside, where like he almost hit the table. That was gnarly too. Yeah, from, from 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 takeover. I'm sorry, from took, takeover. I wouldn't have took that shit. Nah, I'm Hell good. Nah. I'm good. Nah. How about you take it? I'll do it for you. When when I saw them do that, I was like, yo. And then and it was crazy because the announcers even talked about that. They said uh, that um the Legion of Doom used to do this in the ring. <laughs> this guy's taking it outside the ring and and managing yeah. not to land on his neck. Like oh, exactly. So <laughs> dangerous, man. I was like, no, thank you. I'd be like, yeah, I'm good. Uh, I'll just take a power bomb from Brian Cage. Is he back there? Yeah, yeah. And, just let him power no, bomb me. I'll, I'll, I'll pancake man, like, for him. The uh that's that's like, what I thought when um when what's his name was taking that fucking Canadian destroyer off the um off the top rope, Chris Bay. Oh, yeah. No, when he took it from the ladder. Remember the yeah, ladder? Yeah, that shit that he was doing with those dudes, man. When I saw yeah, that, I was like, yo. He's dead. <laughs> he, he, he took a Canadian destroyer from like a 15-foot, 20-foot ladder from Teddy Hart um, in Las Vegas in front well, of a bunch of drunk people. Chris <laughs> <laughs> Bay, by the way, just turned uh, 25 last week, so want to show him some birthday. Hey, Make twenty five. <laughs> I'll be like, bro, it's not worth it. You getting paid twenty six dollars in a time and, 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 and free drinks at Nerd Bar. Yo, you getting free game tokens? It's not worth it. 
<laughs> he was getting that handshake and that slice of pizza. Oh, yo. It's not, not worth it. I know it. what that's like. I was a ring announcer. For video game tokens, dog. It's not worth it. <laughs> you was an announcer. You wasn't taking Canadian destroyers off a ladder. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, man. Handshaking. Okay. Here's, a, here's another point of this. I just want to talk about, I think the Colorado thing is a good, good segue for this chat. In the link I posted, somebody came in and was like, yo, why can't people just leave it alone? We're supposed to think that Kyle is actually hurt. So why come in here and blatantly let us know that he's okay and just selling? That's annoying. Let us believe it. Thoughts? Yeah, man. I think when you play into the reality and you start separating the reality from the, from the you know, you know, from the from the fiction, the, the fiction and nonfiction part. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about this in the past, where you know they're they 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 kind of overreaching, you know, for just because they want clicks or they want views or they want this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. Why can't you just let genuine stories and wrestling do do what it does best? Why do you have the Vince Russo things? Well, you create your own kayfabe, like you create the circle that surrounds you, so. If you watch it and you don't want to know what's happening behind the scenes, then don't be on on your social can media. On on, the on, dude is uh, just put it on Twitter. Like you can't be on Twitter. Hey, <laughs> no. After that, you gotta delete that dude. You gotta <laughs> unfollow him. Like yo, man, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be spoiling shit, I gotta unfollow you, man. I live in a kayfabe world. I only want. Yeah, you gotta be extra careful if you want to keep kayfabe for real. Because yeah, like. News travels so fast, and we know exactly. Is ignorance is bliss? Do you want to live in the real world where where information travels at the speed of light, or do you want to believe that? And it travels so fast, right, homie, that it gets misconstrued misconstrued two two ways past Sunday before it gets to you know those those listening ears. Right, the the a lie will get way further than the truth. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah, it's crazy, and and again, I think it's all for the right reason. Like, people are legit concerned about Colorado, you know? So it's not like we just want to know something that we're not supposed to know. It's just that we're legit concerned because we know that he's a real person (laughs) with a real family. And uh, so, yeah, I think maybe that is also a a byproduct of this reality era. And the thing is... We see his Instagram. We see him with family, with his kids. So we know he's a real person. So now we're concerned about him outside of the room. Yeah. And the thing is, now you're teeter-tottering on, like, life and death stuff versus, like, Lacey Evans having sex with Ric Flair and having a baby. Like, you know, that's that that's kayfabe, you know, in that degree. Is it, bro? I mean, are we supposed to in that in, in that degree, because we know it's silly. This was kind of like life and death sort of thing, sort of stuff, you know? I get it. Like a nerd dad, perfect example. Can you imagine mankind getting thrown off hell in a cell in the social media era? Yeah, with his tooth in his nose. Oh. Yeah, we'd be like, "Yo, he's dead." Like he did. He killed that guy. They'll sue him. Sue them. <laughs> like you know what I mean? It would be mass chaos, or like the Rock and mankind with all the chair shots and all that. Oh. Like, th- yeah, it wouldn't fly. Like social media would be in an uproar. Well, and AEW was in hot water because when uh, when Sean Spears gave Cody that unprotected chair shot, yeah. you know, like, why are they allowing this? We know it's dangerous because of CTE and, and blah, blah, blah. 
And yeah, I think that's the thing. Like, if you're going to kayfabe something, you better like really lean into it and own it. You know? And then are they still did. doing he chair did. shots in AEW? What's that? Are they still that? doing chair? Are they still doing chair shots in AEW? Just on the back. There's in no like head in, in the back or in the stomach. You know, like okay. you're yeah, there's no head shots. That's smart. I think that's out of the more like, at least out of those two for it, sh- it for should be. I mean, I don't, I don't need to see dudes getting killed by chairs anymore. Yeah, not know what we know now. No, yeah, we know too much. We don't need to see that. Like but, these guys do enough. But a C four barbed wire explosion match. I'm all for it. I just hope nobody dies. That's uh, one of those gimmicks that like, I, just, I just can't oh, wrap my shit. wrestling mind around it. Because to me, it's just so stupid. I yeah. feel like I just feel like those guys are better than that. That's what I, I mean. Well, they don't need a gimmick like that, like you were saying. I agree with that. They yeah, don't need I don't think they need that. a gimmick. I just think I just think they're doing it for shock value. You know, and and that's why I said like if you're gonna kayfabe something, you better like really lean into it and really like go all in on it. You know, and and you know you you've made your bed now you gotta lay in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Um, Boy asked, would Owen Hart have stopped wrestling in today's climate? So we wow. remember what happened when Owen Hart passed. They continued the show. Um, I was watching that pay per view live. And they took a moment. Now, when they found out, it was maybe like a match or two later. They announced it between matches, yeah. and and they continued the 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 rest of the show. Today, on pay per view, I don't think they would. I don't think so. I mean, it's happened in Mexico a couple times where you know someone would pass away in the ring or outside the ring, and mm-hmm. like sometimes the show does go on just because. But they they do the legitimate stop right and get get them to the back. You know, but remember when um, I, I, I forget the name of it. It was uh, I think it was like Silver Lion who died in the ring. Silver got, King. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Silver you. King. Yeah. Like who who got pinned in the ring and he yeah, died and died. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that like he cool. pinned him. He he beat him forever. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, that's, you, that's you, yeah. you don't need to go that, you know, it's just. It goes uh, goes too far. Like you, you're kind of speechless, and you just hope you just hope like you know you can never predict obviously what's happening. So when it happens, it just it just depends on how you react at that point. But that is the first rule of show business: is that the, the show, show must go on. So yep. I understand it to that regard. Like the show, especially live TV pay per view, you can't just be like, "I'm stopping the show two hours early." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you just kind of can't do that. So I get it, but in a way, like if it was me or my people, I would be like, nah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's it's different when it's your people. Oh man. Sure, um man. so anyway, Gojtron says, I think this is Kenny wanting to do something nuts to test his power. After stadium stampede, everything is on the table. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with that too. I think that they want to do something. Just and, as crazy, but I hate that it's gimmicks. I just hate that it's gimmicks. But let's let's not forget where does John Moxley come from? Cincinnati, Ohio. And what do they do in Cincinnati, Ohio? Mm, drink beer, deathmatch death, death wrestling. Deathmatch wrestling. He, he right. comes. He comes from GCW. You know where he did yeah. deathmatch wrestling. He did. He did. I you get know? it. Um, he, he's he's MDK all day. You know he's affiliated. Hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, we just that, I was talking about this with a friend earlier. Nerd Dad asked how much of AEW is actually on schedule. You know, I'm sure that they've changed so much based on not having people, based on always being in Jacksonville. Like, I feel like this is all kind of on the fly being remixed, you know? Well, we- and to- Tony Khan confirmed that. He was on Jericho's podcast. He says he had six weeks of, of, of writing already done. The pandemic happens, and he had to, like, flip the script and do everything new. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I that that makes sense then. He, he did confirm that everything is, is all being remixed. Because I'd imagine in, in certain cities, they would have done certain things, and they would have had certain people pop up, you know? Everything's different right now, so I don't know how close they are to being on track. But good, good uh, question. Another question. Wow, if you were there at that show, would you be satisfied to leave the arena early if you were there? Knowing that he died, yeah. But they didn't tell the live crowd that. Yeah, I don't think after the fact. I real real quick, do we ever mention that uh, Nia and Shayna were on uh, NXT? Do we? Oh, yeah, and Raquel's going to kick her so far in the hole that she'll never get it out. Yes, which is funny. We talked about how they weren't embracing that whole whole gimmick. We did talk about they it. They talked about it on SmackDown last Friday. They talked about it on oh, yeah. Night Raw. And how on about TV. that? Everywhere. They listen. Everywhere. Bro, they're listening, y'all. I think I'm glad her hole is okay. And again, and again man, if, yeah. hey, if, if you're going to lean Protect into it. the hole. Lean gotta, it. Lean Protect in. Protect the hole. Lean Over in. Under on the whole shirt. Lean oh in with God. your rear and all. <laughs> That's it. That's that might be the name. Yo, the lean ultimate, in, the ultimate is if they came out with a Nia Jack shirt that was just a photo of her screaming and it just says, My hole. Right. Oh, you guys, I would buy that. Win win situation. You guys I think, think that you can get that whole shirt? I would buy it. Well, the fact that they're still mentioning it on all the shows is like I think they're you gonna gotta, you gotta do something. You got to. It's too it's too hot. Like good now. And who knows, you know, it won't be hot forever. But they were like, oh, it doesn't mix with her character. It's like, but... it's like Titus World Slide. You know, it'll yes. oh, it'll, it'll exactly. get. That'll live in infamy forever, though, that moment. Oh, man. I wish I could have got that shirt. I'd, I'd wear that shirt. Really? Yeah? Oh, I got to check it out. I'm actually on this site right now to see if they have World those. Slide? Is, um, is Bad Bunny still one of the best sellers? Of course. <laughs> All right. So I want to end the show with an apology to someone. Before we get into all of our, our snacks and and burials, I'm gonna start with the opposite of a burial. But this isn't really like a um, what would be the opposite of a burial? A push? Uh, mm. A praise? Mm. Okay. A rocky? It's, it's not a full praise, but it's it's a slight apology to Bow Wow. <laughs> now, mm. Bow Wow might be completely clout chasing with his WWE dreams. He probably is, but. Bow Wow has been a wrestling fan forever. He's been going to events since he was young. He was wearing the belts in old photos. He's taking pictures with wrestlers before, I I dare I say, before it was cool. So if he wants to do this and he really wants to go out and take a bump, I ain't mad at him. Yeah, Bad Bunny's doing it. I say that. He signed up for Knox Pro. Rikishi's going to be stink-facing him. And, and <laughs> you know they're not going to be easy on him. They're not going to go easy on him. They're going to teach him how to do the haka. He's going to shoot, um, shoot stink-facing, pal. They're going to stink-face him. So you know that when when they bring guys in, if they brought any one of us in there, they would 
stretch us until we wanted to quit, until we wanted to freaking die. So you best believe they're going to do the same thing to a guy who thinks he can just walk out of Hollywood and do this. So they are going to give him, uh, they're going to give him some work. So I say, if he makes it through that, then hey, you know, more power to him. Who who came out of Knox Pro? Uh, Rusev. Mm. Um, um, Best man, Rusev. Other people. <laughs> uh, who else? The other Fatu kid. Um, yeah, the Samoan Dynasty. Jacob. Yeah, the other yeah. So um, I don't know. I don't know if you have a comment on that, but I, I want to. Yeah, I mean, it's it's some cornball shit. You take the bump. Take the yeah. bump and do it. Then I respect it. Yeah, and it was some cornball shit because we all agree. Like you know, he's a big clout chaser with what he's done on on social media and blah blah blah. And the thing is, like, if he was, but the other, on the other hand, like, if he was such a big fan, why does, why is he doing it now? Like, why couldn't he have done it, you know, in the past? Like, if he was such a fan, he was still getting chased, he was still getting chased around by teenage girls, by tweens. <laughs> so he didn't, he didn't feel like he needed to. Well, yeah. Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny was really the, mm. the, the, the quote unquote catalyst, mm-hmm. I feel. And he's like, yo, like, I can get some of that money. I'm bad you know, Bunny. They, they ain't fourth row. Yo, Bad Bunny is the number one streamed artist in the world. Bow Wow is not. <laughs> so why would you think that? I don't understand. Like, right, Bow Wow. If Bow, if if this was um screen tour, Bow Wow trying to come wrestle, then yeah. Oh, right. And that and that goes back to my point. Well, why now? Why didn't he do it before? Well, if he was such a fan. Because his career, not not his career is over, but now he doesn't have to worry about. Yeah, and his career was too busy. Rigorous touring schedules, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All he got to do is shoot Love and Hip Hop and <laughs> be out. Or kids, whatever that crap is. <laughs> kids Hip Hop. Uh, uh, Bob Shell said he's pulling a reverse Dwayne Johnson. Damn. Um, yeah, well, hmm. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Uh, so my, so was saying if the Miz can go from the MTV's real world to WWE, I believe Bow Wow should get a shot. I can I can agree and disagree with that. Yeah, the put Bow Wow on Evolve. Everybody thought the Miz was a joke, like he was right. Like, and nobody and, and nobody knew anything about the artist formerly known as Michael Mizanin prior to the real world. He had he had no identity. Bow Wow's been Bow Wow forever, Let and then ma- and then magically you wanna you wanna come do the wrestling thing, and it's like people have to get the image out of their head of you talking about his puppy love to you, you know, possibly doing a drop kick or a super kicking somebody. So that's the hardest part of that. So it's it's a it's it's a fifty fifty, but we definitely appreciate the compliments. I mean the comment. Sorry. I mean yeah, it, I yeah, like the same way that Miz was considered a joke to everybody, and then he took it seriously. Right. Really, it, who the fuck was Mike Mizan in prior to the real world? He was a fan, right? He was he my my like he, 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 is. he was somebody because they let his ass come over and wrestle. He was the personality. Yeah. But he was putting down. Yeah, there. but they don't care about Bow Wow right now. Like if they want to, they could put Bow Wow over. They could bring him up. They could put him in the hurt business. Fucking they could open up a duffel bag. He could hop out of it and fucking attack you. I don't know. Like they could fucking do something. But 
I think. But they, would, but they wouldn't make him work for it right now because he don't have no pull. Wow. That's what I'm saying. Like, wow. take Bow Wow. If, if you ain't give him suitcase, nothing. You gave him straight A suitcase double. is going to be smaller. A duffel bag <laughs> fit a small dog. What? I'm saying, like, if, if Bow Wow is serious about this, put him on Evolve, put him on NXT. Let let him do what David Arquette did. Like like let him do what David Arquette did because David Arquette he was kind of that same. Yeah. So so yeah, David Arquette he was a he was famous. He was former champion. Yeah. You know beforehand, and he worked he worked his ass off. You don't just come to the big boys with no experience. Bow Wow better get out there on a pilgrimage. He better start. Working some indie shows. Mm-hmm. Let me right. see. Like if he's willing Chad to give his, like David well. Arquette, if he if he really about it, if he about it, he about it. And if you about it, what you should do is go to patreon.com dot com slash podcast. Super Chad Moss. Three <laughs> favorite <laughs> words in the English language, right. and that is pay that money. You get two dinero. You get all that. So come on over there. Too bad, Moss. Be a real mad maniac and a patron over <laughs> on the Patreon. Thank you so much for that in advance. We'll see you there for a bonus episode. Just know that following doing that tonight. Bow Wow signature move the bone. Rock knowledge. We need your burial. No, no. We need no. your <laughs> wrong graphic. Whoops. Wrong Not graphic. The bone burial. <laughs> the snack burial. Which snack were you buried today? <laughs> No, What's my snack of the week. Uh, she is on the NXT snack. brand. Uh, her name is Kaden Carter. Mm, I don't think I know her. Okay. I know her. Locks, blonde locks, beautiful yep. eyes. She's like best friends with Casey Catanzaro, yes. I believe. Yes. She's buddy. Hey, she is from the Philippines. Yep. Kaden Carter. Kaden Carter. Oh, bloody. Lacey oh, Lane. Um, where did she come from? She wrestled somewhere, right? Oh, and uh, she wrestled in Mexico and won the women's championship, the Crash Women's Championship, um, and lost to Tessa Blanchard in a triple threat match with her and Santana Garrett in 2018. She's been on NXT for quite some time, and then she's kind of been with with the system for a minute, so yeah. It's nice they kind of you know finding something to do with her pairing her up with uh with Casey you know which is cool it gives Casey I didn't think Casey had no type of personality mm-hmm. at first so this gives me a different look at her I think so, they're, and they're currently in an angle right now with um with what's her name um with Zia Lee right in the whole yeah, um, yeah. that yeah. that 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 storyline is encaptivating it really. Ooh. Yeah. Um, also, not just a beauty, but brains as well. She graduated magna cum laude from Shaw University. Damn. That's right. That's and right. Uh, and as a student of Bubba and Devon's Team 3D Academy. Let's go then. That's what's up. All right. I'll be looking out for. And now, the burial. Oh, I think this is easy. I'll make Dongs. it easy. Dong. Dongs. Gongs. There was a few possibilities this week, but I'm gonna try I'll to give you I'll one. give you mine. But uh go go on. Give me give me give me one. What you got? I'm I'm just gonna say the, the elected officials of the state of Texas. Everyone. Thank you. 
And thank text. you for thank you for not, no the elected officials. Okay. Yeah. Those, thank <laughs> you for not. Oh. Thank you, thank you for not winterizing your power, your power grid. Ooh. All right. All the elected officials. So I guess that counts who I was going to say, which is Ted Cruz, um, victim of uh, group chat dry snitching because he decided to leave his freezing state of Texas to go to Cancun. Uh, in the hey, midst, welcome there. In the midst of his group chat, uh, talking about it, he tries to invite other people like, oh man, we got this great room. We get these great rates, man. Y'all should come. And instead of them coming, they decided to tell the press <laughs> that this oh, is out. So Should we, uh, we slap him? Yeah, he, he definitely gets a slap. <laughs> oh god um yeah ted cruz has got it he got it he got to go he got to go so you have been buried ted yeah that, that was a baby back bitch what was it their mayor or governor or like, whatever uh, we we rock and i from the latino delegation officially yeah. give away ted cruz oh, we <laughs> never claimed him he was never claimed yeah fuck that puto <laughs> All day, every day. He was never claimed to be genuine. All right, so I believe that is it. Unless anyone has any pressing issues, this will wrap that up. Patreon. 191 of the Matt Mania podcast. Thank you all for joining us live on Twitch, live on Facebook, live on wherever you are. And thank you to our partners. We're talking about Geekscape. We're talking about the Steel Cage. Thank you for joining us, all of our established esteemed tag team partners. Um, we would love to uh, hold you up and attempt a doomsday device outside on the competition. A doomsday and, device of love. <laughs> but yeah, we're about out of here. And um, But uh, if you are live with us, stick around because we will be doing a Patreon episode immediately following. But for the thousands in attendance and the millions all over the world always is telling you from myself mega ram to rock knowledge to g1 to teak hall to neo x always keep your shoulders off the man the man You're listening to the Geekscape Network.